So uh, this morning, I, I went to let my dog outside. And uh, for those of you who don't know, my dog is pure evil. Uh, I have never disciplined him one day uh, of his existence. And my dad informs me that that dog has me trained very well. So I'm excited about that. But uh, so I opened the door. And then the wind and the cold hit my dog. And he turned around and ran back to bed. True story. And I, I was going to do the same, but uh, I can't do that. It's cold. Uh, and the wind is, is brutal, huh? And we're in the time of the year where I think the sun rises at 3.20 p.m. and sets at 3.50, yeah? It's uh, that time of year for us. And the cold, of course, is really tough on a lot of people, probably not most of us here, that the worst we're going to have to deal with is moving from our car to the church, from the church to our car. But uh, that storm, it's going to pass. Yeah, eventually, I think 13 months from now, it'll be spring. And we won't even really remember this. And some of us are psychotic enough that around August, we'll start wishing for the uh, snow, for the pretty snow. But I say all this because we got a refuge here, yeah? The heat's on. I'm fat, so I always think it's on way too high. We got the walls to block the wind, and we've got a fairly to partly cloudy good amount of lights on, although I really tried to ruin it for the music by turning too many lights off. But I would love for us to think for a moment uh, about a beautiful reality that starts with a dark one. That I'm, I'm 52 and I don't know what that even means. But I do know it seems like more and more our lives are defined by the storm, uh, by how crazy it is in here and out there. That we look at the, the storms in our hearts that come from loving our, our family who aren't perfect like we are, and that's tough. Um, yeah, you should laugh. Uh, no, those storms that come from loving imperfect people and having imperfect people love us and our imperfection and just how messy that can get. And if we're not sure how messy it can get, we're going to find out probably sometime between this moment and sunset tomorrow when we all get into one location, yeah? And it might be something we're even afraid of or worried about. There's storms in our church. Good Lord, I don't think we've managed to go a week without me reading something that compels me to say, uh, Jesus, help us, yeah? There's storms in the church of people who in the name of Jesus do awful things or take whatever they want to be true and, and sprinkle Jesus on it and call that Christianity. And it makes an awful mess. Uh, our country is defined by storms. It feels like we're so party loyal and we don't even really care about truth anymore. We just want to be affirmed. And of course, the other side is the problem, I know. Yeah, you should laugh. But it's storms, storms, storms. And there's really no money to be made in preaching hope. And you can tell that because there's no news source that will give you hope. They'll give you the most dramatic interpretation possible and make sure that you and I are outraged perpetually or we overdose on outrage and just shut down. 
It's a, it's a stormy mess. But our God's not afraid of darkness. He's not afraid of storms. He's not afraid of chaos. And we know that because he could have been born anywhere, anytime. And he chose during a census. And guys, not just any census, right? It wasn't like the Jews were really excited about the Romans ruling over them. And it wasn't that Caesar Augustus was taking a census because he wondered, gosh, how many people? No, he wanted taxes. And we know how beautiful taxes are. And why did he want those taxes? Well, so he could keep oppressing them. A census was an awful occasion, and it involved a simple thing. Everybody from this tribe gather here on these days. And it was so packed and chaotic that in a culture that worships hospitality, there was nowhere for Jesus to go. And so it was a barn in the middle of the night in a time of crazy chaos that our God chose to be born. I think there's something for us here as we take refuge from the storms in this church that we also can take refuge from those other storms, the storms inside of ourselves, where we get so frustrated. We know we shouldn't do A, and we know we're going to do it. We have no idea how to deal with our moral insanity or how to calm our minds or to calm our hearts. And from that, in that storm, Jesus wants you to come and, and be here in the shelter of his love. Not necessarily a building, but a place in your heart where you recognize God's not afraid of my chaos. It doesn't scare him. My recalcitrance doesn't throw him off, apparently. Um, <laughs> When I really get going, the lights go out. So, uh, yeah, it was weird. All right. And I remember what I was talking about. It was something with Jesus. I think it's his birthday. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. You ever wonder if he gets upset because he gets less presents because his birthday's on Christmas? I don't know. But the storms in our country, this is the place where we can come and find an affirmation and a simple truth that God technically doesn't agree with me on a lot. And he's never abandoned me. While we were killing him, literally, what was he saying? Forgive him, Father. They don't know what they're doing. And maybe that's a good medicine where our culture is moving to this point of, if you don't agree with me, you must be a demon. You must be so horrible that I have to cut you out of my life. Can we take refuge from that storm and a God who says that's not who I love? We can take refuge in that. And in the storms in the church, when we're astounded by what goes on at different levels in the church itself, can we take refuge in the fact that he still uses it somehow? That we're still the largest provider of care for the poor in the world? That whatever we get wrong, here's what we get right. It's a lot of broken people. And if it was a perfect church, I'd have to leave. That God somehow writes straight with crooked lines. And I can't control what other people do. 
I can't control what other people think. I can try and I'll either get good at it by being manipulative and cruel or I'll just give up. Well, what if my need to control other people or my desire to, I take that energy and turn it into controlling this mess in here? What if I took refuge in the possibility that I'm simply called to let God love me and love him back as best I can and trust that that has more power than my shrieking? This is a place not just of refuge from the weather, but this place in the heart of God is a refuge from our storms. A God who was born in an incredibly violent time, in a dark of night, in the chaos of a census, who says he's not afraid of our storms. For the rest of the year and next year, we can go to the manger in our hearts and look at a God whose answer to all of our troubles was to become tiny and vulnerable, not mighty. We can look at that vulnerability and recognize how God gets how broken we are. And he loves us in the midst of it. Christmas is a time where we look at the depths of God's love for us. He left heaven to come here. And to come here and be like us. To come here and experience all of the things we experience that aren't sin. Being too hot, being too cold. Having your heart ripped out of your chest. Being betrayed. Having people one day saying, way to go, Hosanna, son of David. And six days later, crucify him. All of that is things we experience, so he experienced them. That's how deeply we're loved. And we pray that in this Christmas season, and then in every day after, whenever we need refuge from the storm, we think about how we're loved by love itself. And let that love heal us and compel us to be better. Not so that he'll love us, but because he loves us. God has shown each of you, each of us, what a treasure we are to him. And that's what human dignity is. That's a response to realizing what a treasure we are. So I pray that Jesus strengthen us today and every day of our life to seek refuge from the storms we make and the storms others inflict on us. To go to that quiet place in our heart. To go to the manger and see what love really is. See what power really is. It's not the mess we've made of those things. It's the truth he showed us in being born as a tiny and vulnerable baby. Amen? Amen. Okay.